to another episode of the Comedians of Wrestling. This is episode four, and uh, we're back. Now, this episode's going to be slightly different than the other episodes. Not in terms of we're going to have another comedian. We are going to have a, we have a great comedian on here. The only difference in this is that he is not a fan of professional <laughs> wrestling whatsoever. As a matter of fact, the genesis of this episode was me going on his podcast and him explaining how he cannot get into wrestling in any capacity has no understanding this is fair right totally right has no understanding of why wrestling has any appeal to it whatsoever (laughs) basically the harshest stuff you could say about wrestling yeah uh and this man i'm talking about is a great comedian known as will hines hi dan hello everybody uh so, what I did this week... Hello, Will. How Hi, are you? I'm uh, pretty good, yeah. What I did this week is I tortured Will Hines. <laughs> I made him sit on my dirty couch, and I forced him to watch Monday Night Raw with me. <laughs> yeah. Which is what just happened. We just we watched coming it. off hot. We just finished minutes ago. So, um... Will's a great which, comedian. Which I'd never seen. I've never seen Raw before. Yeah, Will has I've never seen really almost any wrestling. Before. Yeah, all, that's what my first question is. Like, you have a bunch of good credits. I yeah, feel like they're hot. Whatever. He's on TV shows. He's on Brooklyn yeah. Nine Nine. He's Who great. Cares? He's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. Awesome guy. Uh, 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 but let's get really into what matters: professional yeah. wrestling and okay, your ingestion yeah. of it. So that was your first time really watching. Is that your first time that you remember sitting down to watch pro wrestling? I think that's right. That's the first time I've definitely ever watched. Yeah, I've never seen Raw before. I've never seen a pay-per-view. I've just seen clips of it sometimes. Or someone will show me like a YouTube clip or something. Really? And, and but, yeah. but you you were watching it not for the right reason. It might be like a, a, a mess up. Look how stupid this is. <laughs> or like, look, yeah, look at this was a complete mistake. Or like... Right. Yeah, I've never... You know, or, or sometimes like some somebody will cross over, like The Rock will cross over and I'll be curious about what they were like as a wrestler, so I'll look up something. Right. You know, or I've seen old Hulk Hogan stuff when I was a kid. Right, Hogan. Like all those guys who cross over into, into pop culture. Yeah, you know, yeah. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah, so, so, so I thought it would be really funny because of what you said on your podcast, which is called Don't Get Me Started. It's an amazing yeah. podcast. And there's an episode of me on there right. <laughs> talking about professional really? wrestling. Yeah, I love that episode. Yeah, because it's, it's, you bring on uh, just funny people to talk about their obsessions, their, their non-comedy obsessions. Right. So you guys specifically asked for me to come on and talk about wrestling. Talk yeah, about yeah. wrestling. Is yeah. that normally how that works? Do you no, ask for no, that? No, no. With me, you just knew, like... I just saw you do your wrestling show at UCB, and you did your Hulk Hogan impersonation, and it was, like, the most happy and impassioned I've ever seen you. Yeah. You were, like, so excited. It you was had, great. You had a real wrestler there, Dolph Ziggler. Yeah. And you were, like... A couple real... Cody Rhodes. Oh, that's right. Yeah, that's right. I think yeah. Dolph was the only guy that I actually Mick Foley's met. daughter, Noelle Foley, was there. And you were so psyched. It was and great. Like, what? He's, Best day of my life. You're seeing something that I'm not seeing, so yeah, I wanted to hear about. <laughs> Which was fantastic. I mean, those guys were great. But you, I, I booked you in the opening bit and the last bit. Yeah. And during the show, it's this is legend and truth is that you were backstage reading a book the yeah. entire show. That's right. I didn't see any of the show. <laughs> I did the bit. I went in the green room and I was reading Zen and the Art of Motorcycle Maintenance. <laughs> so okay. So do you, so do you see why I have him on the show? Is because of his lack of interest. I thought it'd be really funny. But I really wanted to come at it with an open mind. Like I want to I really do want to understand what it is that people like about it. So I was excited. You say it was torture and it's true that wrestling's not my jam, but I was for real curious. Like, okay. I came at it like with an Still, still holding my criticisms, like not giving that up. But I was, I wanted to try to understand, right? Why it's, it's like when people love a band 
and you don't get into it, you start to get curious, like, what am I missing about this band or whatever? Because it's huge. Wrestling's huge. Yeah, so many people love it. And a lot of comedians like wrestling. A lot of, a lot comedians of your... A lot of and your... I'm a big comic book fan, and I feel yeah. like a lot of comic book fans like wrestling. Yeah, well, because it is. They're very similar. So I've learned... Well, I CM got... Punk is, is writing for novel, uh, for Marvel now. Is that right? Yeah, and he was one of the biggest wrestlers of all time. So, yeah, I'm curious. So, I, I, and I've learned a lot just from watching this with you. Yeah. So I have a lot to discuss. Cool. So first question I'll ask you, and then I'll, I'll ask you like an overview kind of a question okay, just yeah, about yeah. your thoughts. And then I want to just talk about Raw with you, okay. like the episode, which I'm sure will lead to bigger existential okay. uh, 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 views. But so, for uh, but but how did you, like, what was your just, what's your thought? Just from okay. like watching Raw, what's your first thought? Okay, my first thought is, so I'm watching the show trying to figure out why do people like this? Yeah, my, which is an interesting approach. I know, I know. <laughs> well, coming into it, what I'm thinking is like, well, it looks fake. Like the fighting looks fake, and the rules don't matter, right? Like the rules are bro- like the so-called rules of the sport. And to regular wrestling fans, that sounds insane. But like, if I'm watching like a basketball game, like you can't go out of bounds. I mean, people break the rules like a little yeah. bit. There's slight fudging of like double dribbling in basketball. You yeah. Know? Maybe the ref misses something out of, but not not too much. Like generally, the rules hold. Yeah, they do, and and and, and part right. of the appeal of the sport is seeing oh how can they be good enough athletes to win within the rules. Yeah, but there's no rules that matter in wrestling. The ref gets like ignored. People fight <laughs> outside the ring, and the physical hitting of each other looks completely fake. Like <laughs> it doesn't look real at all. Yeah. See, so for me, like I don't see that at all. You don't really I'm so, see that at all? No, no. I, I reckon, look, if you were... If it's you a show, show, we, we live in a society me. where, like, if somebody goes to, like, a CGI yeah. movie, like, I don't even know, like, some movie where the CGI is kind of cheap, like, right. <laughs> The Mummy's all I can think of, yeah, 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 they'll yeah. complain and be like, oh, the Beatles looked fake. Yeah. But, like, the fakest thing in a bad CGI movie doesn't look nearly as fake as one punch in professional wrestling, which all looks... You can see him not... Touching the person. Okay, so here's what I would say: okay. is that that's really hard for me. The Mummy's a great example because The Rock is the Scorpion King. That's right. But and that, uh, those effects are bad. Right. In so the, in this first appearance, you said his ponytail. You didn't like his ponytail. His ponytail was bad. Right? <laughs> yeah, and makeup effects. <laughs> yeah. No. So if you showed me side by side a real UFC punch, yeah. and then a wrestling punch, yeah. obviously I could see right. that that. that the punch is not hitting and that it's fake and <laughs> yeah. that it's clearly like stopping before impact. But what I'm saying, I don't watch wrestling like that. I watch it where I'm fully invested in the fiction. Yes. Okay. So here's what I learned today is that, okay, so the physical fakery of it takes me out. That's, that's always what's taken me out. Yeah. But now I'm watching it. I've watched this whole thing and I got you to explain like the backstory of the characters. Yes. And it's like, it's a story. It's much more like uh, a comic book. Or, um, really what it reminds me of more than anything else is, it reminds me of Dungeons and Dragons, where there's sure. like, where there's like characters and there are rules, but the rules are really only enforced as much as the story needs, kind of like. Yeah. Like, like, okay, if the, if you pin somebody, they're out in wrestling, but in this wrestling, maybe you can tag out way after you should be allowed to tag out or maybe you could like hit somebody with a chair while you're being pinned or something yeah so one thing you point see you're saying that the rules don't matter now i would say that the rules most of the time do matter though actually in recent wrestling there's been a few things that don't follow our set of rules for how we watch wrestling like world rules yeah and then people have been like upset about it like um 
there was this weird thing where they addressed the timekeeper at at uh, SummerSlam, and they're like, we've never talked about the timekeeper as like someone who has stakes in the match. It's yeah. just like somebody who I guess rings the bell, okay. and they're like, no, the timekeeper did that. And you're like, well, you can't just introduce that oh. when we're already invested. But what I'm saying is that like you learn to have rules of like, oh, how this operates. So for you, yeah. like an example of something you said was you're like. We were watching the tag match, the opening tag match. Yeah, and I couldn't tell who was in and who was out. It looked like it looked like there'd be multiple people from a team in at once. Yeah, which is that's not supposed to happen. No, so it's like when I was explaining to Will, we were watching this. It's like okay, when one guy tags another guy in, there's a little bit of leeway time where you're like before you have to go back <laughs> behind the ropes and you're not in. So you kind of like all right, you tag and then during that time you could do a two man maneuver. But that would go on for a while. Like yeah. the dude would be in, someone from his team would tag. After he does the tag, the yeah. dude who was tagged would keep fighting. Yeah, yeah. And then the new guy would join in for like 10 seconds. Yeah, yeah, so that's And then like thing. the other guy kind of gets up and saunters out and maybe pops yeah. like a punch which yeah. doesn't touch him. So anybody. that's a big heel thing, right? So like good guys versus heel, like you know, baby okay. face versus heel. So a big heel maneuver is like staying in longer than you should. Yeah. And so the ref will be like counting it. Yeah. Actually, I don't even know what the rule. Like I'm watching wrestling for my basically my entire life. I'm not even sure what the rule is, but I think they count to like five, and then like there is a point where they can call, they can like DQ them, but they rarely do. Yeah. So okay. So the t- so I accept that rule that it's like. So I don't even see that. My point is that like I'm I'm so okay. So like what I was learning today is like so the. The rule of tagging out yeah. for tag team, it's not like the way I think of a rule, which is like you have to follow it. Yes. It's more like <laughs> yeah, this <laughs> rule. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that this makes is sense. more like. Logical, yeah. It's like uh, in wrestling, a rule is a way for people to like show what kind of person they are. Like the good guy might follow it more honorably than the bad guy. Yes. And that shows me who the bad guy is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I get like- to learn what a cheap shot is. So, like, okay, you're allowed a little overlap on the tag. But if you go way over. Now you're being a cheap shot. Yeah, and that kind of exists in combat sports in general. Like, if you watch UFC or boxing, sometimes guys do stuff like punch right after the bell, like small things yes, where they're like, right. shit, there's nothing we could really do about it, but it's very scummy. Yeah. It's like, yeah, you could deduct, like in UFC, you can deduct a point from someone if they, you give them a few warnings, but like then they start, like, if you're like a heel fighter, you're a dirty fighter, yeah. you're like, I'm going to rack up warnings until the point where I know I can't, I'm going to lose a point. I just and if you lose a point in fighting, it's huge. I can't believe what theater is. Like, what wrestling, this looked like theater. Like, everyone in the audience knows that the, it's fake. It's fake. Yeah. Like, they know that the fighting is not, people are not actually physically outdoing each other. It's right. been decided before the fight starts who wins. Yeah. So. But, but you don't know who's going to win. The audience doesn't know. You were discussing who's going to win this fight. We were trying to guess, yeah. And, and we were wrong. We guessed wrong, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I got in. No, I got it. Once I started. So then, what's the difference? Uh, the difference is like, uh, it, it's 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 story. You know, like uh, if a good story is yeah. fun to watch. So I just watched Creed, the movie in the movie theater. Yeah, yeah. I know before the movie was written that yeah. Creed is going to win at the end. Right. Because it's a Rocky movie. Right, but spoiler alert. Yeah. Do we say is that wrong to spoil Let's just Creed? Spoiler! I mean, he loses. He loses. The but fight. that's actually I knew he was going to lose because in Rocky movies, losing Rocky, is winning. He wins <laughs> so, the emotional battle. Yes, the emotional battle is like is is like proving that you're worthy. Is right. more of what the self esteem. That's, that's what makes proving Rocky to Rocky. believe in yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, you're right. I forgot he lost. But like, 
he essentially, but he proved that he was like a worthy opponent for the other guy. Right, when like, he was fighting just because of his name. It was like, yeah. no, you're fighting because of your ability. Right, he, but at the start of the fight, he's fighting just because of his name. At the end of it, he's shown, no, he's a real fighter. So that kind of storytelling is stuff that they, is the kind of things they try to factor into wrestling. So I agree. So like, that's what I learned watching Raw. It's like, stuff like that is what matters. Like, yes. Oh, the story of this guy is he's a dirty fighter. This guy's a clean fighter. Yeah. So while you're watching it, that kind of you're, you're trying to you're kind of monitoring that sort of thing. Yeah. Like, oh, is the dirty guy going to win or is the clean guy? going to Yeah. Win? Like an example of something that happened two weeks ago or a couple weeks ago that I think would shine some light on what you're saying is like Roman Reigns, that character you saw, who's a generally a good guy. Yes, is a hard good guy. Right. Big face. Uh, right now, their current biggest uh, 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 face character they have. Right. But so he his thing like. The, the 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 bad guys, there's always like a corporate entity, Triple yeah. H, who you didn't see in this episode. He wasn't around, but he's basically like... I've heard of Triple H. Yeah, right. He's like the corporate figure, okay. right? And he's a bad guy. He's called... Their, him and his wife are called the authority. Okay. And they're like, we, we want... They want to control all the belts because they own the company, but they also want to control the belts. Okay. But they're like, shit, we can't control the competition aspect. So anyway, they came to Roman Reigns because they know that he was a shoe-in to win the tournament and win the open vacated belt yeah and they were like hey if you be like our disciple we'll let you skip the whole tournament and just go to the finals right you know and he was like uh-uh like he's got to do it the right way he's got to do it the right way and then he ended up winning but going through all the rounds yeah and then yes. Sheamus signed up with them and then he <laughs> stole the belt right it's hilarious so you see like that story is it's very it's funny. cool yeah. I don't know. I love it. I get like, I'm even getting like, it's smiley and excited. Here's the thing, like, telling you, you about that. No, I, I totally understand that. Like, I read comic books, I watch formula movies, yeah. like, where you kind of, I, I guess, you generally know what's going to happen, but it's exciting anyway. But, like, you were watching this and you were getting into, like, the physical parts. Like, oh, that's got to hurt. It's like, oh, big move. Yes. Yeah. Because, so, like, because I think that, uh, 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 like, a dude uh, would, like, Hit somebody with a chair and you're like, oh, that's got to hurt. It's like, not that much. These dudes are enormous dudes. Yeah, but, uh, well, I talked about the chair shots because chair shots are kind of like the cliche thing when people think about wrestling, like yeah. taking, a, taking a chair shot. Right, right, right. You know, uh, um, uh, uh, like, so I was like, but I think those just still hurt. But some moves, I mean, these dudes are, a lot of them, most of them, but not all of them, are like physically like amazing dudes. Like they're just super yeah. jacked, huge guys. Although some dudes are not, and I guess that's kind of their thing. Yeah. But they're just sort of like massive dudes who are not jacked. Yeah. Some of those dudes. Some of them are more athletic. Well, actually, that's like something that's going on in wrestling right now. It's like which a is trend. like, there was a time when it was like, let's just get the biggest jackedest dudes. The most lighted like, up. Yeah, like, like, like Dave Batista, who played Drax in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah. Like, he's a guy who, like, kind of was a star, and now when he comes back, people boo the shit out of him because he's, like, just jacked and, like, has yeah. no mic skills. He's not very athletic. He's not Mike's a good skills. wrestle. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Mike reminds skills. me of hip hop a lot. Like, there's a lot of beefs and a lot of, like, talking trash. Yeah, well, they're, they're definitely, like, when you have, like, rap battle kind of thing a lot yeah. of times when you're on the microphone and you're cutting promos like dueling promos yeah it's like ooh, who who's sharper and the audience is like wow he's 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 beating him that must be the the rock must have been such amazing. an amazing star because he's such a physical specimen and he's so he's, funny and yes and that's the thing is that wrestling hits so many elements of talent yeah that like the rock was 
had uh, checked the box on like every, yeah. he was everything. Right. He I had the look, the size. I guess in his day, Hogan for his time also was, because he had personality. Yes, and Hogan's another example of a guy who checked that box. Stone Cold Steve Austin, these are guys who are like full. Um, Triple threat or whatever. Yeah, yeah, There's this thing, me and my, is it an expression me and my friends used for the show called, uh, there was a, a, a video game called NBA Street. Yeah. And in it, it was like, you. there was a thing where you could have stats and you could be like a 10 out of 10 on dribbling or whatever. Yeah. But you could have a crown. Okay. Right on top of it, which meant that you were perfect okay. at it. Well, like, The Rock had, like, a crown. On everything you need for wrestling. On everything. He was amazing. The Rock, I think, more than Hogan. The Rock. Yeah. And that's why he's a bigger star. He's the biggest movie star in the world. I guess because it, like, evolved or whatever. Like, your standards go up. Like, the guy who's the best at baseball in right. 1920 is not as good as the guy who's best in 1990 or whatever. And The Rock still now, he shows up. His music hits. Like, if to, and sometimes he randomly shows up. Yeah. You know, like, sometimes to promote a movie. Sometimes to wrestle. Sometimes they'll come back to wrestle. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of rumors about him wrestling at WrestleMania yeah. in April, which I will be at. <laughs> uh, for my bachelor party, bachelor mania. Okay, can we talk? Oh, is that right? Yes. Yeah. So, and so. Uh, 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 it's in Dallas, the Cowboys game. There's a lot of info about he's gonna wrestle. When his music hits, Everybody people go fucking bananas. Yeah. And- but okay, so let's talk about the music hitting. So like, we saw a match where a dude, uh, Kevin Owens, Kevin Owens versus Dolph Ziggler, won the match. Yeah. And so Kevin Owens looks like. Sort of kind of an underdoggy kind of guy, maybe, because he looks like yeah. he came up through the indie circuit and he's not as jacked right, as Right, I was Dolph. explaining that to you. Is that Ken not Owens... that Dolph's a heel. Dolph's not a heel, but between the two of them, Owen's more of a... Well, this keeps happening to Dolph, and everybody knows I have Dolph bias. I always say... I met Dolph, and Dolph was cool, man. Dolph yeah, Dolph's great. a man. Yeah. He's, uh, uh, he's a great guy. Uh, and he's a comedian. He's for he's real funny. He's a legitimate funny. comedian. Yeah. And he's awesome. And he he is constantly in the, in the ring... Looking like more of a professional wrestler than the guy he's wrestling against. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah. yeah, I mean, he definitely he's more in shape than Kevin Owens. Yeah, one of my friends the other day described it as like Dolph Ziggler's gimmick, like gimmick meaning like their thing. Yeah, you know, is uh, is that he's a professional wrestler. <laughs> <laughs> but he's a good at the sport if it were real. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, if they all had to actually wrestle, Dolph might be the only guy who actually has moves. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. So. But, so they, he, yeah. Kevin Owens wins that, and then that other dude, Dean Ambrose, Dean Ambrose, just plays his music to kind of like steal thunder away from Kevin Owens. Yeah, because normally it's in wrestling. One of the like rules of wrestling is like whoever wins the match, their music you, hits immediately. Yeah, as a point of pride, you won the right to have your music a celebration. Kind but of. Ambrose music hit, which for me, this is how attuned I am into watching wrestling. Yeah, is that like I was like, oh, they messed up. They hit the wrong music. Okay. Like I know Kevin Owens' music. It's on my iPod. Sometimes <laughs> tomorrow when I'm on the treadmill. And let's just say I don't change it. Okay, so right. like, so Dean Ambrose' music plays. He comes sauntering in with his popcorn and a yeah. soda because he's like crazy saying, broken home kid or whatever. I can, yeah, well, that's a great observation about Dean Ambrose. You yeah. say he looks. I was like, because Dean well, Ambrose the, the, the radio, like this guy's wearing jeans. That was one of your lines. You go, this guy's wearing jeans. Yeah, it's, it's interesting. You know? <laughs> it doesn't seem like optimal wrestling wear. <laughs> and then I would goat you being like. How do you feel about that, Will? Yeah. And you were like, what'd you say? He looks like a kid from a, like a high school kid from a broken home. Yeah, yeah. Like, wears like thick coats and jeans, like in the hot sun, like he's just shielding himself emotionally. That is kind eating, of given. Eating junk food. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like a kid who's like deliberately living self-destructively unhealthy because he doesn't love himself. Yeah. He is kind of like a delinquent kid. Like a, yeah. kid, like a kid who's in like detention every day of right, the class. Right, right. He takes pleasure in lighting up a cigarette. Yeah. When he's not supposed to, so he can get, like, yelled at. Yeah, 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 yeah. His t-shirts say Ambrose Asylum. 
Yeah. And he's like, the whole thing is that he's like, I don't so know, Kevin Owens gets super mad that this other guy's music plays. Yeah, he and starts he's like, screaming. He starts going like, but, "I want my music to play." But for here's what I have trouble getting over. It's like, well, there's a dude in a tech booth who pressed play. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't Ambrose who did it. It was an orchestrated event, obviously on see, behalf of everybody. See what you're saying right now? It's you're you're not you got to get more in in the zone. Yeah, I know. I, I, we I, just, I, <laughs> you got to assume that somehow, I guess what the assumption in wrestling is like, they're wearing like a chip, right? They have like some kind of chip. This is not what happens, but I'm saying like, if you're right, assume, right, right, they're right. wearing some kind of chip where like when they cross the threshold. They can't go anymore. <laughs> no, yeah. no, they, that they their music starts. Oh. That like it cues their, it cues oh. their entrance. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I, I get it. I get how it's like, oh no, but. You know, Dean is going to be, they're going to be wrestling soon, so he wants to, like, get in his head. So he, right. like, steals his celebration music as, like, a psychological ploy. Yeah. But that's, it's and so he, fake and insane. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, and then the whole audience goes insane. Like, they're yeah. totally on board with the story. Yeah, I like that. I'm like, he threw popcorn in his face. Like, good story. Good story. And I don't even acknowledge, when you're here, it makes me acknowledge it a little more, because I'm thinking, like, what's Will's experience? You're seeing like, it through my I'm eyes having, a little yes, bit. I'm yeah. having, like, uh, the guilt of making you watch this. <laughs> And, uh, 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 I'm in, so I'm a complete snob. Let's just get this on the record. I'm a super yeah. snob. I'm like, you should see Will. He, I he keep looks here. like he sounds. Yeah. I got, like, <laughs> I got like accountant looking glasses. Yeah, yeah. I like reading big, hard novels and talking about it and showing off that I read them yeah, yeah. for real. Yeah, yeah. I like knowing about like highbrow stuff, like classical yeah. music and all During that stuff. During the opening of Raw, he was like, this is like French court. It is, yeah. It's a comedy of manners. I was like, yeah, well, this is like French court, yeah, one hundred percent. It is like French court. It's like a, it's like a fencing match where it's not even about how accurate a shot you are. It's like who slapped who, <laughs> yeah, and yeah, were yeah. you wearing a glove or not? And more pageantry based. Pageantry, yes, exactly. It's like it's sort of like it's really more like a Jane Austen novel yeah, yeah, or yeah, French yeah. court or like anything with a lot of protocol yeah. and manners. It's like how you know. It, it's like it's like uh, in the movie Amadeus. They show uh, Mozart premiering a symphony. Yeah, yeah hold on. And I'm just going to go to sleep right now. And the king of Austria yawns during the uh, symphony, and so the yeah. symphony closes yeah. after that night. Because, like, the king yawned. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter that it's Mozart, one of the greatest composers ever, or even the quality of music. Like, pageantry dictates that if the monarch yawns, your your thing has to close. Yeah, like, he or it's dictates an the quality. Not, He's the it's king. Not actual, so if you, don't, but, if you don't respect his yawn... Then you're disrespecting the king, and so we have to have that respect. Yeah. So, so cool. So playing on that, think about all the other TV that you watch. Yes, I was just so thinking. Do yeah. you think it's cool that something like this exists? Or no, I do. Say no. no, no, I do. I do think. What it's else cool. is like this? Like There's SNL's nothing... the closest thing, and that's way more scripted. That's but, way less live. Let me live is the wrong word. I mean SNL. Like the only way SNL would be like this it's just that it is live. Oh, because it's live. Yeah, yeah, a big live event. But it's almost as if the the sports thing, the thing that you're doing doesn't matter. It's like the manners and protocol around the thing is what matters. It would be like SNL where they never did the sketches. They just like who gets to be in the sketch after the monologue? It's like, oh, what a blow! I thought it was gonna be my sketch, yeah, and you yeah, walked yeah, in and yeah, took yeah, my yeah. sketch. Yeah, yeah. I think I watch SNL like that a little bit. It's like, oh, who gets to be on the news? It's like, oh, they're letting this person who never gets anything do his thing in the news. They must be on the way out. Yeah, that's true. They're and like SNL restricted work like to that. news bits because they'll be like, they'll have some like random featured player in the opening and then fire them the next day. Like, they, it, they, but if you watched SNL, which I guess people and comedians kind of do, maybe, maybe and SNL fans do. 
you're just monitoring like the status. It's like, oh, who got to introduce the musical guest? The host didn't do it. They must hate this host or yeah. whatever. And all you do is try to read into the backstory. hundred percent. Raw that's, is just that. That's what wrestling is. And it's, that's what being, that's what the kind of fan that like someone like me is, where so I try not to be like it. It's like a you're smart. You're a Yankees fan, right? Yes. And I'm a Red Sox fan. Yes. So do you remember the legendary Red Sox-Yankees game in the early 2000s with Derek Jeter? I think Raw was on, so I missed it. I was Okay, so this is a famous Yankees-Red <laughs> yeah, 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 Sox yeah. game where the, a foul ball was in Yankee Stadium. Red Sox playing the Yankees. Foul ball was going into the stands, and Derek Jeter jumped so hard for it that yeah. he threw his body into the stands. By the way, I was there. So I was there, too. Oh, that's amazing. And me and my brother Kevin were at that game. That was amazing. And then they, 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 didn't, they, didn't they have to take him out? Uh, His no, face started bleeding. I, I know the exact clip you're talking about. He jumped like three rows. It's the left field foul. He line. caught it, and then he, yeah, I know exactly what you're talking Did about. Did he catch it? I think he just went, for, I don't even remember if he caught no, it. No, I think he caught it. Okay, he went hard for I it. I know you're talking about because there's two of those that he did, but the I'm, the big one, it was Red Sox. It was, it was like 2009 thing? around no, 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 2002 or one or something. Maybe even 2000. The reason I know it was before 2004 is Nomar Garcia Parra was on the Red Sox. He yeah. was our big shortstop. And he was currently on the bench because he was injured. Right. And the story on the Red Sox side was, ah, oh, their shortstop cares so much that he jumps into the stands and our shortstop is like riding out a wimpy injury. Yeah, he's you know a heel. Mean? He's a heel. Uh, no more. We love no more. But like that, the story of that game was not about who caught the ball. I don't even remember if Derek Jeter caught it. It was right. like effort. And what, what does this say about your character? Yeah. So wrestling is like only those moments. I 100% remember that, but it's crazy that it was way longer ago than I thought. It definitely was like... Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. So it's like if that mattered over the score of the game. Exactly. It's like All that matters is like... And that's what show. I like. I like the theater. I like the pageantry. I like that more. So it's weird for me because I've always associated wrestling because these like big jacked up dudes, like, you know, I people who are like into like working out and athletics growing up to me are the jocks. They're the enemy. Yeah. They're the brutes. They're like, they're my personal enemy. And I don't even like anything that they like. If they're around, it's bad news. Yeah. But here's something that they love, and it not even it's not even really about physical feats, except except for the working out they do before they get there. It's about pageantry. It's a comedy of manners. I actually think that it's not I know this sounds crazy, but I would say wrestling is not for that pure jock type. Like even the guys in the ring. I totally can understand that after yeah. watching this. Yeah. It's a lot of them are like people mix- who just love this business. It's, like they're their own thing. They're their, it's their own, own unicorn. It's more theater. Yeah, uh, right, right, right. Where they're like. Yeah, it's I, a combination of like drama geek and like workout nut. And I think that's showing. You have to be obsessed with your body and then also obsessed with. How do I disrespect this person in a creative way? I think that's showing right now. It would be like rap music if it was just diss tracks. Like if rap music only had diss tracks and there was no actual good music going on. Like, oh, this person had a good diss track or whatever. Or this person had a good tribute track. Yeah. Or something like that. I think that makes sense. Like if it's... So... But I'm saying that some of the big stars now are not like jocks. A lot like CM Punk, Daniel Bryan... Kevin Owens, these guys are not jocks. Like, you're, you, you yeah. only saw Kevin Owens. But, like, CM Punk, he got knocked for, like, not being huge. He was, like, covered in tattoos. Not a jock. Probably a big-time loner, you know. And he was – but he, he was, these were big indie wrestlers. They yeah. love wrestling. Like, they love the art of wrestling. And now it's, like, its own thing where it's, like, now you – know, Wait, so, is there real wrestling on the indie circuit? No. It's all okay. professional wrestling, but it's way more hardcore – than okay. what you see here. Right, it's not so... Uh, they don't have the money to like really like glitz it up, so they got it to be a little more real about it. It's the same thing. This is just like the major leagues. Like WWE is basically like the NFL. 
You know, they're like, they dominate. Right, right, right. There's, no, there's nothing even close to So, yeah, place. I got more respect for it because it seems to be more about, like, story and theater than I appreciated. Like, you're just watching for who's insulting who. Yeah. Who's, it's all status. Yes. And respect. Yeah, the belt, the belt is all status. So, we watched an insane match. The first match for this yeah, let's, was so let's crazy get, Let's thing. get into Raw because I think this will hit stuff. Uh, uh, this was an, I've never seen so any episode this is what of Raw was crazy, before. Is that you've never seen any Raw before ever? Yeah. And this was like, like if there is a god, um, which is not, uh, he, he he was like, I, well, Will's watching for the first time. I'm gonna just throw the cast of characters at this opening of yeah. Raw. And literally, the first match of the night, which opened up Raw, was a 16-man Fatal 4-Way tag match. So, there are so many <laughs> names which and titles of things. complicated match that maybe exists. I mean, unless there was but a Fatal But they're all four- not complicated, because they're all just fixed. Like, none of them are... Com- that's no. no more complicated than an arm wrestling match. Yes. If you planned it out before. True. That's true. I guess but I mean, they the logistics cho- of like the they times, have to choreograph it. All there was a, all right. Let's talk about. It. There was a time during that match where they were all in the ring at the same time they knew to enter. There were times when they were all outside of the ring, knocked out. There was like some synchronized swimming. Yeah, as an actor, I had to respect their blocking. Yes, like, they were on their blocking. They were, they were on the game. Yeah. hardcore. These yeah. dudes were pros. Yeah, like they had to. That is not easy to do that live. You first take. You got to get it right. I assume. In front of it, or you prefer yeah, to. So, like, you can't screw up. And when you screw up, you know what the audience does? No. They go, you fucked up. You fucked up. They, so they, it, know. they know. They know when you mess up. That's kind of Plus, great. you're playing for TV. I'm just saying, like... Plus, they're, like, literally, like... It's, like, they're, like... There's a timer going. They're, like, this match has to end at this time. And it has to be in this part of the ring. They're playing for a cap. You know what I mean? Yeah. So, there's a lot happening. But, anyway, let's go through the... Well, what did you ever thought this is about you, my friend. Uh, well, just final four. Tell me again what all the what all the qualifiers were. So fatal four yeah, way. So, yeah, tag so team s- single elimination. Sixteen man, meaning four uh, person, four people per four, team. Four, four times four. Right? Yes. Fatal four way, which means the fatal four way means uh, uh, if anybody gets pinned, your team's out. Yes. Okay. So usually one pin there. So that's like there's no margin for error. Yes. Assuming that it's fatal. Right. Yeah. So uh, and and then uh, uh, four man tag. That's up. Yeah. So there's four. sixteen. There's sixteen guys. Sixteen characters surrounding the ring. Four teams. Yeah. And at one point, of course, they're all in fighting at once. Even yeah. guys who have been eliminated. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, they're outside the ring a lot. So one of the match. rules of wrestling is like you get eliminated, like they were gone. They leave. You know. You're like, yeah. <laughs> even though they're bad guys, they're like, all right, we'll go. It's really funny to me yeah. when rules are respected or yeah. when, when boundaries are respected. Like Dean Ambrose played his music to steal yeah. Kevin Owens' thunder, yeah, yeah, yeah. then went in the ring and threw popcorn and soda on him, which that would get anybody mad. Yeah, yeah. And then that Kevin Owens is infuriated, but Dean Ambrose just steps over the ropes and saunters out, and Kevin Owens runs to the ropes and like screams, yeah, yeah. but he doesn't step over yeah, the ropes. Yeah, but there's that force field, that force field of like. And you could tell, like, but he well, stepped over the ropes just moments ago when he was in his match. No, he's just gonna yell at him and be upset about it. He's not gonna go after. So, him. like, that's hard to that's hard to know, like, how far are you allowed to go? But I guess I kind of get it because it's like, again, it's like pageantry. It's like, nah, man, you got insulted. You have to just take that insult. And they're setting up a match. You, Sunday, you're gonna, you're gonna get your chance to have your 
yeah. gonna come up oh, and Oh, you know, like someone has to be like, I got you this time. Like they have to have that like roadrunner. It reminds me a lot of comic books. Like when you're reading comic books and you get the issue and something happens and you kind of decide, was this like fair given what we know about the characters? Like this character lost, this character won. Does that make sense given what we know? Right. Like, okay, super, so, like Superman is the winner of his whatever. Right. But like if Lex Luthor takes Lois Lane hostage, then Superman has to be hampered by that. Right. You have to like, as a person reading the story, you're like, oh yeah, that's a... That's she has a, to be like upset. It's You got to respect the stakes of it. Like yeah. Superman can't just be like, well, let Lois Lane die. I'm just going to kill Lex Luthor. Because oh, I know what you're saying. Right, right. He has to always care. Like that, that's... He has to care about Lois Lane. Yeah, there's like there's basic rules of that story. Which he is can't like, just suddenly decide. Plus, you can assume it. Like if you know something's happening in Lois Lane, you know, like ooh, that's going to affect how that's going to ripple throughout his him. Like you know, it's going to affect him. Right. And then like sometimes, or I'll use Spider Man because I know Spider Man more. Like if Spider Man's married to Mary Jane Watson or whatever, or there sometimes they're married, sometimes they're divorced. Right. But she should always matter to him. But some writers will come in and decide that Spider-Man is not as worried about that marriage and he's more into a new relationship. Right. But then you have to put in the time to make that change happen. You can't just decide that in an issue. You have to like earn the right for us to now have that change happen. Yeah. But you don't have to do anything because it's all completely made up. Like theoretically, you could have Spider-Man fly away, even though he can't fly. Yeah. But you can't. Like you have to have these like. Because then you'll jump the shark or whatever. Yeah. It's and like then you'll just be like, oh, then you stop. The wrestling has so many moments though. But where the they rules, do stuff the rules like are more just like okay, pageantry. He stole your music, but you won the fight, so you're not gonna jump over the ropes and chase yeah. him because it wasn't like he took your belt. It wasn't like he changed the result of the fight. He just kind of he just kind of slapped your wrist a little bit. So yeah. you're gonna scream and get mad, but it's almost not appropriate for you to run after him right now. <laughs> I do think you're overthinking it. I do yeah. think I do, which makes sense. As a, yeah, it's like I do think it's just like, oh, that's how it goes. Like he does that, and then they just do one spot. <laughs> all right, I, well, all right. If I if, mean, you're probably right. If Dean Ambrose did what he did, right? If yeah. popcorn is sort of the guy, and then Kevin Owens snaps his neck, and the character of Dean Ambrose is dead. He doesn't really kill the guy. Yeah, yeah. But he just fake kills him within okay. within the universe of WWE. He kills him. Yeah, which he is, commits murder. The, there's no death in wrestling except for when Why can't there be actual death? real death. Right in the ring. So you can't go that far. Yes. You can never go that far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so let's back it up. Could he have cha- jumped over the ropes and chased him and had a fight with him like... Yes. A hundred yards away from the ring? Yeah, sometimes I do. Sometimes that'll happen? Yeah, that, that, but but it's it's a big deal. The that's audience will go nuts. So like that's what happened at the end of Raw. Sheamus like, came out and Roman Reigns is in the Sheamus ring. Sheamus the main heel like, who has the belt yeah, right now. It's a very classic move for a heel to be like, come out... Pretend they're gonna attack you, and it's like, hey, you're not worth my time. Right, you know right, what I mean. Right, you're right. not worth my time. Like, I'll get you Sunday. You yeah, know, yeah, Sunday. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What do I? What do I get to bother you? Like, I'm just gonna get in your head a little bit. Yeah. Right. But then he like ran in the ring, and he ran. He actually went in the ring and attacked him. Yeah. And then you're like, so that's a comeback. Oh! Yeah, because you're expecting him not to do it. There's so many different ways to have stakes in Raw. So there's all the belts. The belts are all stakes. Yeah. Then, like, every individual match, whether it's for a belt or not, is stakes. Who talks trash is stakes. Yeah. Who teams up with who is, yeah. like, if you take somebody's former partner, that's, like, stakes. Yeah, yeah. There's, you saw a lot of partnering stuff, which is yeah. interesting. But, so... Oh, uh, let's talk about the League of Nations. Yeah, so let's go to... to, to <laughs> yeah, let's talk about the League. <laughs> let's talk about the League of Nations. That's the most... Which League of Nations? 
You want to this League of Nations or the real? Let's talk about the Woodrow Wilson. <laughs> you want to get into the Woodrow Post Wilson? World War One League of Nations? Yeah, let's yeah, yeah. talk about the political effectiveness. I of could it. use to brush up on my League of Nations. <laughs> uh, I, I was wondering, like, what percentage of the wrestling crowd in that arena knows that League of Nations is a reference to something? Zero percent. <laughs> That's how I low think, you think of I that think zero percent of the crowd knows that there was a real League of Nations before the United Nations. What percentage they of the would crowd? know the United Nations. If they called themselves the United Nations, they would know that. Oh, yeah, but they the wouldn't League, know the League yeah, of yeah. Nations. What percentage of the crowd do you think agrees with uh, Trump saying no Islamic people? 100% of the crowd. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. They boo the League of Nations just for being international. <laughs> they just, just for being another country. <laughs> they got booed. They're bad guys just because they belong to another nation. Yeah, you said they booed this guy just because he, he said he He's from Bulgaria. Yeah. There's no way they know anything about Bulgaria. Uh, yeah, I don't even know what anything like about Bulgaria. Like in the 80s, if it was like, you Sounds know, Rocky like a, versus like, you know. Ivan Drago. Ivan Drago. It's like, well, the Soviet Union was our enemy at that time. You know what I mean? So yeah. like, there's some emotional. Well, in wrestling, Russians are always bad. <laughs> recently, so the guy we're talking about, Rusev, the Bulgarian, yeah. his fiance in real life was actually his like valet. Yeah. She's like a very attractive uh uh, she's of, I think she's of Latvian descent, but they oh, yeah. just deduce her to Russian. Like okay, that. Yeah, yeah. In wrestling, they gotta, they gotta yeah. simplify it. And she comes out, she comes out to, so he, she would come out and just talk about how great Putin is, and they were all just blue. She, she would come, they were just blue so hard for her, and she, her accent is fake. She's like in other things. She's in like Pitch Perfect and just has a regular. She's from Florida. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? The, but, sto- the stories of everybody is really funny. Yeah, there's a lot of xenophobia flying around wrestling. I like those um, gothic, like, southern Silence of the yeah. Lamb. So, the guys came out, so let's go through them as they enter. Okay, so Le- first there's Sheamus and came League of out Sheamus. How do you feel about Sheamus? As, he's the champion right now. How do you feel about Sheamus? I thought he was hilarious. <laughs> I just love how dirty he was all the time. Like he just takes every shortcut he can. Yeah. There's no way to win that's too shameless for Sheamus. Yeah. He'll like cheap shot, dirty shot his way in. That's hilarious to me. Did you think he was a good professional wrestler? Like if you had the game. I it? thought yes. I thought he because he's got a good story. Yeah. He's consistent. He looks for real jacked. So he looks yeah. the part. Uh he's a good actor. He talked pretty good trash. I don't think he was his mic skills were super super good, but they were yeah. they were competent. He was passable. So the thing that Seamus is good, like good good story looks good and decent mic skills. How yeah. do I rate him? How am I? How close am I? I would say that most people do not like Seamus okay. and don't think he's that good of a wrestler okay. at all. Okay, but he's a, but like he's the kind of guy who like they'll give him the championship belt every once in a while because they're like. He looks like he should be the champion. Okay. Like, he looks... I guess just to set up for the satisfaction of getting it back. Yeah, I thought his promo at the top is pretty boring. To me, it was a little bit, like, stupid. Yeah, Yeah, it's a little... To me, it's, like, a little corny. Just that I've seen guys who are better. But I see how you watching it would feel that. Also, the thing I would say is that this League of Nations things, they started last week. Yeah. And it really works. Yeah. Because they just took a bunch of, like, mediocre wrestlers. Like, guys who are, like, mid-card guys... And we're like, who happen to be far? And they're like, let's just put them together and make yeah. them bad guys. And it really does work. Because like, if, if you're going to play on xenophobia, these yeah, yeah. aren't even the country. Like, we're not xenophobic about England. Mexico. Like, what do you do? <laughs> Mexico, we're pretty chill. With we Mexico. vacation there. Yeah. 
Like, we're not mad at Mexico. Yeah, except for they got, we got the, our whole... The like, League of Nations should be, like, North Korea, Iraq, Iran, and Vladimir Putin himself. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that should be the... It should be, like, the, the axis, axis of, of evil. evil. Yeah. is Bulgaria, Mexico... <laughs> London. London. And, um... And Ireland. <laughs> two, two from the British Isles. Yeah, 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 That's yeah. so insane. But did they feel like bad guys to you when yeah, you saw them up there? Yeah, That's the thing Seamus was doing a good job. That was definitely his best he's been... For me, especially he after communicated the match, well that when he got here. mad at the end, yeah, because he got pinned by Roman. Yeah. When he got mad, I was like, "Oh, he's like legit mad." Yeah. The thing I don't like about him is I wish he was a little bit less jokey. Yeah, but he, you're funny. You said he's hilarious, but you saw as a pro. Yeah. Well, I think his story is hilarious. I think yeah. bad guys are funny. Yeah, they are funny. So yeah, here's something that happens to me. I was watching that. I was like, the Mexican guy doesn't look like a heel to me. You know what? The he thing doesn't is, play like a heel. He plays like somebody who's on who is being unfairly set up. He, I think he should be a hero someday. The, yeah, he. I mean, he definitely. He they mainly pin him as a heel, but like when he came out, I, all right. So, God, you want to bring him up? This is funny. Okay. He just came back. He got fired. He was a big time wrestler. Was the champion. He debuted and won the Royal Rumble, which is unheard of. Right. But like, which is which someone's decision on a desk that just happened. But okay, unheard of. He's um, uh, he's a really great wrestler. He's Mexican. Somebody in the WWE establishment said, I don't know the exact details, but said something racist to him, uh-huh. and he punched him in the face because uh-huh. he's like a proud Mexican. Lucha. He comes from like a, a really like a lucha family, I believe. Okay. Um, I, I don't want to butcher that fact. And he punched him in the face, and then they fired him, not the guy who said the racist remark. And this happened in real life. It happened in real life. They fired him, so he was gone. He's been gone for like a year and change. Mm-hmm. Got it. He got into perfect shape. Went into like a uh, and was wrestling on the indie scene. And then they brought him back. He debuted a couple uh, like a month and a half ago at Hell in a Cell, whenever that was, at Staples Center. I was there. Everyone went nuts for him. Yeah, this is a huge Latino community. Yeah, yeah. Here and he's great. He's got an amazing look. He's yeah. A, so yeah, I don't think he should be a bad guy. I think what he should be is just like. The hero of actual Hispanic people, yeah, who are like, oh, there's a guy who is like, uh, that's our guy. Like you like people want to connect with their guy. Yeah, he looks like someone I would root for. Right, Seamus looks like a rat. Like the way he plays in his face, he looks like, like, he, yeah, he looks like a guy. He's a bad guy. Well, he came back with that mohawk. The like, England guy also looked like a rat. Bear, yeah, Barrett looks like a rat. But then when he goes to England, how do you think they respond to him? Cheer. Think, yeah, yeah, they love him. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So you're like, why Why does that make you a bad guy? It's just because Americans hate foreign people. It's so crazy. <laughs> so that's the League of Nations. That's the League of Nations. So shame, it's cool. So then the so, Wyatt family comes out. Right. How do you feel about the Wyatt family? What do you think about Bray Wyatt? He's the guy on the mic. Loved him. I think he was my single favorite guy the whole night. Yes! yes. He's amazing! Yeah. He's an incredible actor. Yeah, his mic incredible. skills were superior. His mic skills were... And he, whoever's writing his dialogue is great, too. I, he he writes his dialogue, I believe. Like he's he does, he does a lot of. I don't know. He's got real style. Yeah, he's got real. Uh, I like. And yeah, man, I like that style. Who was the first team eliminated from that match? Them, right? Yes, them. He Not just fair. lost to the Undertaker at the classic. He loses every time he lost to Cena. And they were interesting. Yeah, I thought he they loses. Were... They use him just to lose, and he's one of their biggest stars. I think they should get more gothic in their fighting. Yeah, they should have like. You know, like, like it should look like True Detective season one. Yeah. Uh, like it, they should have like stuff that looks like it got pulled from a lair. 
Yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah. like a crow's skeleton on a staff or something, or like a witch's cloak or something. He like could, that. You didn't see his full intro. You saw him. He appeared in the ring, <laughs> yeah, but he true. comes out in a rock. He, they set up a rocking chair and a spotlight, yeah. and he has a lantern. Oh, great! That's great. And he comes out, and it's yeah. a smoking lantern. Oh, that's great! And uh, and everybody puts their phones up. Okay. Yeah. Uh, uh, um, and. Uh, and they call him. They, they, he calls it his fireflies. Like everybody's phone. He's like, "That's my fireflies." Love so that. So actually, he's very theatrical. He, I think there's more of that you would appreciate. That sounds great. Yeah, I love all that. Normally, and he's just amazing. And they just bury him. I thought he was the most compelling person the whole evening. Yeah, he's amazing. Oh, that, I'm glad to hear you say that. Uh, and then the Dudley Boys came out. The and, Dudley Boys were hilarious. Yeah, they're. But they're, they're kind of, they seem kind of vague to me. Like, well, I don't quite get their. Thing. They're older. They're from. They're, they just came back too. And actually, that whole team is from like the Attitude Era, which is like '98 around okay, then. Yeah, yeah. They're you know like uh, they're older. They came back like because the roster. They they're just like bros or something like that. They're just like real bro about it. Their, their whole thing is actually they're like really extreme. They like put three people through tables. Okay. That's Team Extreme. They're all from ECW, okay. which was like underground Philly so wrestling. Extreme. All right. That, yeah. They're hard, they're kind of like you know they're just. I get it. Time. I get it. None of them will get big pushes. They're there now because the roster's a little thin. A lot okay. of guys are like hurt and there's nothing to yeah. But then the fourth group was a real mishmash. It was it was The Usos, Roman Reigns, and then and Dean, Dean Ambrose. Ambrose. That seemed like a real mishmash. So Dean Ambrose and Roman Reigns were in a in a faction together. Okay. So they're like call themselves brothers, and then the Usos are a tag team that are actually related to Reigns. They're definitely like trying to fill slots to make it like yeah to make this four. It's like in the idea. Avengers where they just be like, well, now this person's on the Avengers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, yeah, just, yeah. Like, Something really there. to say about it, but you really saw all of them. It's amazing. I'm, I was going to ask you who your favorite is, but you already answered. How do you feel about Roman Reigns? As an outside perspective, how do you feel about Roman Reigns? Well, Reyes? I definitely see why he is a hero. He looks like kind of a noble, sort of quiet, long-suffering dude. Yeah. And he looks great. What an amazing way to describe him. Imagine trying to, having him trying to describe himself like that. Yeah, I don't it see that happening. Happen. <laughs> but um, I thought he was a little boring compared to... He was like... I get that he's kind of quiet and sort of noble, but that's kind of boring on the mic. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, I think if that's going to be his jam, he should be like more earnest or something. I was a little bored by him. So, he, he, yeah, he's bored. Yeah. He sucks. And that's yeah. the whole thing with Roman Reigns is that WWE is jamming him down everybody's throat. Like, down. Yeah. And people don't like him because... But he... So, I mean, so much happened with him. He won Royal Rumble last year. And the audience in... They were in Philly. They booed so hard. Now, that's always uh, a heel town. I mean, Philly, that's so funny. Yeah, they're like Philly. a heel town. And they're like kind of a parody of themselves at this point where they're so like, great. oh shit, we have to out. Like, you know, like, so when you go to Philly, you know has it's going to be been like, Has there ever been like a, you call it a face? That's the good guys? Yeah, like face? baby face. Or you could say face. Okay, so has there ever been like a good guy or face or whatever who's like a man of few words? Because I feel like in action movies, that is a thing. Like, tough guys who aren't good at talking but they're good at getting it done is like such a primal yes. thing. Yes. There, there like are. Hogan's a chatter. Roman box. Reigns was that. Okay. He was that, and he was very over. Over meaning like with the crowd. Going That's over you well. Yeah, you're saying over. Like, this guy's over. In like, a good way. I've never yeah. heard that used to be so, good. Yeah, before. so let's okay. say somebody, let's say somebody, yeah, it's, a, it's, a good, it's like when somebody enters and the crowd goes nuts, it's like, wow, he is over. They gotta find a way to and they try to sometimes they try to put people over. I think he should like not want to talk. After. Yes, he should be a guy so, who doesn't want to talk to the press or something like that. So he was very over. He was in that faction with Dean Ambrose and this other guy who was okay. the champion who got hurt, and he was the kind of just like the silent muscle. Yeah, and people loved him. 
Yeah. They loved him. He was I just, see that. He would stand in the back wearing what he wears now, which now he wears that for no reason. He was in a group that all wore that. Yeah. Did you wonder why he was in, like, arm no, dude, swat there's gear? there's so many... <laughs> There's a lot of dudes wearing kind of military sort of camo stuff, so that didn't stand out. Okay, cool. I was interested in that. Like the Dudley boys had on like camo pants yeah, yeah, and yeah, stuff, yeah, yeah, so yeah. it's like, I guess this is just like yeah, yeah, yeah. in fashion amongst these dudes. Right, 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 right. Well, Roman Reigns, so he and then, so they tried to push him as like a solo artist, yeah. if you will, and yeah. then he started speaking and he's horrible. Yeah. He is truly terrible on the mic. He's boring. He tries to be funny. He well, does gotta, not play that silent card that you think where he just goes like, where he just is, is, is like, I said, you know, just be like, hey, I don't have anything to say. Like, let's just do there's, it. There's got to be a way to make that work for you. Because, like, the strong, silent type, you love that person. Yeah. I think, you know what I would do is if I was in charge of his story, I would have him be like, I think he's a good, like, little brother energy. Like, if he's standing up for his mentor. Yeah. Like, if his mentor got taken out or, like, his, like, partner got unfairly, like, hurt or something like that. Yeah. I think he'd have, like, a good look of vengeance in his eyes. yeah. yeah. I, th- I think he should. Have I think a, so. That's... I think he should have a media blackout. But what you're saying, where he's refusing but... to talk to the commentators, but he doesn't totally really refuse to. He has to like stand there and like fold his arms and say something, and like there's a little game to try to get him to say anything. And every time he'll break when they push his buttons enough or something like that. Yeah, yeah. He's like, I'm just here to win. Yeah, who's yeah. like an like? There's athletes, there's athletes like that. There's a lot. Like, of they can't like that. talk, so they won't do it. But yeah, like, like Ewing, like Patrick Ewing was like that for the Knicks. Like he was yeah. so like uncomfortable talking. But he would just throw down on the court. Yeah, like Brock Lesnar's a little bit like that when he was like UFC fighting and stuff. But um, yeah, I agree. It's just that you got you got people like Charles Barkley who are awesome, so like, funny, game, and, and then people who are like they're bad at it. But they sometimes they make that work right. by themselves. So right now in wrestling, it's weird. Like Seth Rollins was the champion; he's gone. Randy Orton is it, Randy Orton is a guy you didn't see; he's hurt. Mm-hmm. And uh, John Cena is just taking a break right yeah. now. Yeah, well, who I didn't even know what that dude looked like until I saw the movie Trainwreck. Yeah, but you even from Trainwreck, you could see that he's got charisma. Oh yeah, John yeah, yeah. Cena is a mega star. Yeah. He's their biggest star they have. Like, yeah. yeah. He's out. Daniel Bryan's another guy you don't know. He's out, which is he's the most interesting wrestler uh, in the past, like, five years. Yeah. Um, he Well, since, like, Punk or whatever. But he's a guy who, like, like the brass at WWE, they, they don't want to put, like, the top brass, they don't want to push him because he's, like, little. Uh-huh. But they want like someone like Roman Reigns to be a champion, but the crowd is just like, boo, we don't yeah. like it. Roman Reigns looks like he could be. He's got a yes, good look. But that's the thing is like some of the people at the top, they get, they go for just look. I guess they're trying and to merchandise. They need it's to look all merchandise. And yes, it's all merchandise. It's all like for kids. I don't think he was so bad. I, I feel like he's workable. I can see where he's not going to be one of the immortals, but I feel like he could be a tough guy for a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've cool. seen one Raw. Yeah, so I'm just interested in what you said, but like, I guess what I'm saying is that right now, Sheamus and. Roman Reigns are like the top guys in Those wrestling. Are pretty boring guys and that's, at the top. It's kind of crazy, like that you would come into that. There's, like, you would, ne- I would never think that would headline. Yeah. Uh, a paper. Maybe that's why they threw so many dudes in that first fight. It's like they just need more <laughs> yeah. people to like have give them charisma. They let them close out raw. But if I had to pick a fight that I'd want to see, I'd want to see Dolph Ziggler versus that the Wyatt guy. Right, and that will that's and Dolph like, would be for like the this... top belt. You're saying those are your top guys. I have I, yeah, I guess so. I want to see Dolph in his sort of like playing by the rules, noble, trying to win it the right way, and this dude using like weird swamp magic on him. You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they, 
Yeah, he, he like does, just try to spook him, you know. Yeah, like, he, he does spook him. Sometimes he has like he's had like kids come out in masks. It's just like it. a lot of like crazy shit. He's yeah. had like those guys always like appear. They're like you saw like that graphic comes up because yeah. <laughs> and then he did, like the other. He's got four disciples who like always are like jump. Does up anybody the, ever use like um like props in the ring or anything like that? Like yeah, you do. You can get disqualified for them. <laughs> like it depends on what kind of matches. You got to make sure the ref's not looking. Could he put, like, a weird spooky totem in his corner just as, like, a good luck charm and have that spook the other guy? Yeah, it's a little... That's, a, like, a... He did have that because he had, like... He would call... His rocking chair was, like, Sister Abigail's rocking chair, and he leaves it at the, like, top yeah. of the ramp. Yeah. You know, so he has stuff like that, but some of that stuff with, like, totems and voodoo and stuff veers into, like, old-school wrestling, and now yeah. it's, like, guys go by their regular names and stuff. Yeah. So it starts... You, you tow a line of corniness sometimes where I think that they're like... It's so weird to know what's corny and what's not because the whole thing is corny. Well, it's hard to know and that's the thing about wrestling. It's very alive. Yeah. It's like one guy's going to come in, do it different. It's really going to work and then everyone's going to try to copy that for a yeah. while. Yeah. And that's kind of where like CM Punk came in and he was kind of the starter of like what we're in now. And that's why wrestling starts getting labeled as eras, which is like the reality era which is like kind of what they call what we're in now. Right. Where it's like, oh... Kevin Owens kind of guy. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And and uh, uh, and like because of like dirt sheets stuff going on on the internet, you kind of know what's going on, and they incorporate yeah. that into the story yeah. line. Even though Sheamus tried to tell us that we're in the international era, I love it. <laughs> he said we're in the inter, and they yeah, really like, forcing that they stuff. They really said we're now in the international era, and I was like, boo! <laughs> and then he said, what did he say? He said, 2015 Americans don't cut it anymore. Like we tried yeah. to have an American in our group, but no one was. No, no one was good enough to lace our boots. so funny. I love it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was I think great. that's hilarious. Uh, uh, um, yeah, so we saw Owen Ziggler match. Did, how do you feel about some of the... We were talking a little bit about the camera work was going through the ladders. Hilarious. They're pushing that ladder match so much. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Every yeah. Every time they cut over the ladder, it made me laugh. They're doing like artistic shots yeah, yeah. from a distance. Yeah. Where like, it's like you can see the guys in the rings are out of focus, but you see the ladder. Somebody was really, somebody was really getting cinematographed. Uh, cinematic with, yeah. their, with their moves. Yeah, I definitely dug that. So let's see, what else is worth talking about? Just how many kind of matches are there? So they got a ladders, tables, and chairs match. Yeah, they'll that be sounds crazy. Sometimes they'll be separate. They're like this is just a tables match. What, are they, what else do they have? That's like physical. Op- they have like I don't know, like a they have cage s- matches. Okay, where you're caged in. How about anything with the floor like a sand match where it's like the, the, <laughs> is that funny? Is that weirder than like a bunch of ropes? I guess it's not. Where it's like hard to get footing because of the sand. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just Underwater. It's matches. not unheard of. They do have like. How about in water, like up to your neck <laughs> in water? It's not crazy. It's like water match this Sunday. We're gonna be up to our necks in water. I think people see. I think when you're watching, like you're like, oh, you're seeing the appeal of this is interesting. You're seeing the appeal of the. Uh, of the story aspects of it, right? right? Like the theater yeah. aspects of yeah. it. People do really love the art, the dance of professional wrestling. And I do. When it's done well, it's amazing. You, you, We, we didn't see really any matches tonight that would sell you on like the excitement of it. Yeah. Those are mainly, and most of those mainly happen in pay-per-views. Like these guys kind of like save their bodies yeah. for for the when they're you know for the big dance I just don't think it can ever look good I, I can't wrap my head around how fake it looks no it always is gonna look fake but you're gonna be like that's an impressive move you'll see things them do things from the top rope that's like amazing 
Uh, you didn't see Devil tonight. We didn't see any Devil. He does this amazing. I mean, those luchadors came in and hit the trampoline and then yeah. like landed on a somersault. That was right. like, you know, for real. Yeah, and there's stuff like that where guys flip and land on another guy, and yeah. you're like Jesus, and they'll like seamlessly do that into another move. But you didn't see that much of that tonight. And Raw is not really. I mean, Raw is about that, but this this wasn't really this this wasn't that. And also, yeah. Sheamus and Reigns are not like known as great wrestlers. Yeah, you know. Yeah. Uh, okay. I mean, I think we covered really mainly yeah, yeah, everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like I have. A did you like the New Day? I did like the New Day. Yeah. I thought those dudes were pretty great. Yeah, they're they're really funny. They're yeah, they're hilarious. Uh, they had good style. They got great mic skills. Like they got yeah. good patter or whatever. Yeah, like yeah. yeah. And they look insane. Yeah, they look completely insane in a fun way. They also like work. They clearly like work on what they're going to say, their promos. They clearly like think of They had a lot of layers going on. Yeah. I almost felt like it was too complicated. I couldn't quite follow all the twists and turns they were trying to do. Yeah. But uh, I, I liked them. All right. So, good. So, I mean, New Day is a great name. Yeah. Well, they came out as they were like not working at all. They came out as like supposed to be good guys who just like were like a little bit like they they had a video package of them like with like a choir and just clapping and they're like three black guys and you're like yeah. a little bit like oh what do we do with these three black guys I guess we'll just like make them kind of gospel like gospel yeah and they like but they didn't dress gospel so you're like wait what is this and then they just eventually became bad guys and then they just started being funny yeah like they just started like letting loose figuring out what their thing is and they're like really working now they're very over with the crowd even though they're bad guys and they started calling things booty. Like, that's booty. And then he does like, a little <laughs> dick shake. It's very funny. So, very funny, yeah. All right. So let's wrap it up. Okay. Will. Yeah. Thank you oh, yeah. for this. Thank you for watching Raw and then doing the podcast. No, I, I love that you – I like understanding things. And I, even though I make fun of it and will continue to, I was truly baffled in a way that – didn't mean that I was dismissing it. Like, I wanted to understand it. Like, what yeah. is the deal? Same thing with Dungeons & Dragons. Like, I didn't understand Dungeons & Dragons for a long time. Did you play it? I played it and I get Dungeons & Dragons. That does the same thing. Dungeons & Dragons is the story and the character. Yeah. You have to make up a good... You're all working together to make the story good. I played Dungeons & Dragons with a group of people for the same reason. Like, there's a group that invited me to play and I was like, yeah, I've, I've always been interested in it my whole life. Yeah. I still like it's like almost with you watching wrestling where I'm like I'm still like this is this will never be my thing. Yeah. I'm not like but I I enjoy doing it. I really look forward to doing I it. I liked I liked getting it. Yeah. Like getting why it works. And if everybody is good and they're working together and they're telling a good story together. Everyone's playing their part well. You know what it's really about? It's like when you're a kid and you play like army or something, like if you're good at it, you have to sometimes fall. You have to be shot sometimes. Right. And if you're playing right, Sometimes you win and sometimes you lose. Yeah. And I feel like wrestling must be the same way. Like there's winners, you're winning and losing and it just has to happen for the right reasons. And also it's like timing. It's like, um, there's, there's certain wins that are really important. And yeah. Certain like, uh, it, it's actually less about winning and losing. Actually like Mick Foley's a wrestler who lost most of the time, but mm -hmm. won the crowd and won yeah. his like legend status. Yeah. Just from things he did. Yeah. Where you're like, I met that dude. Yeah. He was at UCB a couple UCB times. UCB a lot, yeah. yeah. And he, he's an example. So I think there's a thing about wrestling where it's like, it's more about becoming like a legend of the game more than just like winning each match. And that I like, which kind of probably maps to like comedy or something. Yeah, just like how good is your bit? Yeah. Yeah. And how, and like how, and like when how you have big moments, do you step up to the plate? Yeah. You like sometimes like you get a big moment and like, do you nail it or do you not nail it? Or, 
do you captivate a crowd? A cool thing you talk you talk about wrestling where you're like, oh, they decide who wins. For me, I don't think it's like they just decide who wins. I think like they gauge how everything's going. Yes, I, I and they yes. see like, are you ready? Like, should we give you that push? Will the crowd should we let you win? Will this work? Yeah. Should we like Kevin Owens? They're like, this guy's got something. Let's let him beat John Cena in his first match. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then yeah. you're like, wow, that's amazing. Yeah. Because it's so unpredictable. Yeah. So here's my question to you. Okay. Do you want to see, based on what we watched, are you engaged to be like, I want to see what happens when Sheamus and Roman Reigns fight on Sunday in a DLC match, in a ladder match? Yeah. Are you like, oh, I want, I'm curious to know who wins that? No. No. Why? Those two are too boring. I am curious with some of the under other people. Yeah. I want to know what happens, what happens to the Wyatt. Ambrose and Kevin Owens. Yeah, I'm more curious about that. <laughs> I want to see what happens with Ambrose and Kevin Owens. Why? They're more interesting, I guess. Yeah. I like the broken home kid. I relate to that yeah, dude. Yeah. I think he's kind of interesting. Because he, he, he piqued your interest more Yeah. Uh, than just like the generic promo. I like, think he I'm should come out eating like slices of individually wrapped cheese. <laughs> like I think that would fit his kind of like trashy style. Do you have more respect for wrestling than you did before you showed up to my house? Yes, for sure. Yeah. If I ever invited you over to watch, would you consider it? Yeah, I would. I would. Just out of friendship to me or out of interest in what's going to happen? It'd be a mixture. <laughs> It'd be a mixture. But it wouldn't... Right today, it was 100% just because we're friends. It was 0% because of the wrestling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'd say in the future, it'd be more like... 60-40 friendship okay. wrestling. So here's what I want to say. Okay. Great. So maybe 70-30. What, what I want to ask for is one money in the bank. <laughs> I want to give. I want to get one. I have a cash in, or I'm allowed to tell you. You have to come watch wrestling. Okay, yeah, yeah. I'll give whether it to you. you want to or I'll not. I'll give that to you. Here. Yeah, I'll write it down. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Write, I'll write it down on a piece of I'm paper. Giving, well, when I'll you give in, me that piece of paper, I have to come watch. I'm handing you right now. I'm putting you in a briefcase. Okay. Well, I guess I would have the briefcase, right? The, I'm going to give you a briefcase <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. with the money in the bank order for me to watch another Well, I'm like, tonight, session. whatever your plans are, you have <laughs> to cancel. <laughs> you have to cancel All your right, plans. yeah, all right, all right. And I'm, and I'm, like, I'm, I'm going to text you. I'm going to say, I'm cashing in, yeah. and you have to come. And what I'm going to cash in for is on something that I think is truly exciting. Yeah, you're not going to throw it you away. You should see. Okay. All and right. I don't know. That might happen a year from now. might happen two years from now. might happen might 10 happen years tomorrow. from now. Yeah. We're gonna have it tomorrow. I don't think it's happening tomorrow because I don't think there's wrestling yeah. tomorrow. Right. Uh, great. So, Will, thank you. Oh, my, thanks for having me. Thanks for coming by. Yeah. I so, love as it. you hear it, Will, what this is a fair summary is to say that now Will came in here not as a wrestling fan and is walking out 100% a wrestling fan. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. All right. Do you want to plug anything? Go to my Twitter, Will Hines, W-I-L-L-H-I-N-E-S. Thank you, bye. Yeah, and hit me up on my Twitter, at the Black Attack. Tell me if you like the show. Tell me if you hate the show. Tell me anything. Uh, I don't care. Tell your friends about this who like wrestling. This is the Comedians of Wrestling. We'll be back next week. Bye. Kisses. Kisses. <laughs>